Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday. It's July the 16th of 2021. Welcome to the radio program. Getting you ready for the weekend. Uh, today is a big day. It is National Corn Fritters Day. Corn fritters. Is that like the, the, the nuggets? Corn nuggets? I don't know. Those are good. Like when you go to a catfish restaurant, yes. they have those. Yeah, and like I was trying to tell Kai, hey, try these. No, Dad, I don't really think I'll like them. I'm like, no, for whatever reason, even if you don't like corn, I those know. are good. <laughs> they really are. It's like a it's like a it's like a breaded pocket of corn. It's a fritter. But it could be I a fritter, I guess. It uh, it's also Guinea Pig Appreciation Day. Oh. It's World Snake Day, so Kai's gonna be excited about that. We have two snakes. I mentioned that the other night when I was at uh, a dinner and when I had to introduce myself, I'm like, this is me and this is my wife. And we have an 11 year old at home and we have three dogs and I named the dogs. And then I said, and we have two snakes. And when we got in the truck, she said, you realize the snake thing is embarrassing, right? <laughs> I didn't realize that. We have snakes. Yeah. Also, today is National Personal Chef's Day. So hmm. uh, there you go. I know that the personal chef, the chef uh, the other night at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge Good. Really? Yeah. So my family gonna, has a personal chef. Do they really? Yeah. Who is it? Her name's Kelly. Oh. <laughs> I don't think her food measures up. <laughs> Probably doesn't, but hate to bring kind of a negative tone to kick off the show. And for those of you listening on the podcast, hate to to kick off the podcast with a negative vibe. But what's wrong? I just felt bad for you this morning. I was going through social media <laughs> and I felt bad. And I don't know how to to bring you up today. But I believe that um, I believe that you failed a friend or a friend has failed you. And unfortunately, you have been deemed as the loser of the friend group. So new to me. Well, if anyone can help me with this, I know it's you. What? How to recover from being a loser? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this will follow me. Thanks, Kelly. I'm getting closer to pushing me off of life's little Do you have any idea what I've seen that you don't know that I've seen? I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh gosh! Great, and and now you want to bring it up on the mic? That's great. Have you been? Have you been to your social media yet? What? I'm just asking. No. What is it? Well, it seems like you used to be a part of a fraternity, a sorority, a group of people, and now they've told you to leave. Get out of me right now. What are you talking about? Kelly, right. I was, I'm I, sweating. No, you should be because I felt so bad for you this morning. I went over and I was going through social media and I saw one of your best friends had a party for former coaches and you weren't invited. Like it was, I saw Turner there. I saw Dominique there and I'm like, all these other people are there and it's like big coaches reunion. And that guess who, true. guess who wasn't invited to the coaches reunion? Listen, I've been out of that life for a second. They are too. No, they're not. No, it's a coaches reunion. It's the people coming back together. They are all administrators and still coaches. They're still so, coaches. Yes. Well, Amanda's not. Right. Exactly. She's, She's coaching people in life. Right. So what do you do? I'm... I'm here. I'm just I'm just telling you that I felt like you were the omission. I'm sure I was, Brandon. Thanks for bringing it to the light. So anyway, I just mm. I hate to bring it up this morning. Mm. Thanks. Um, but <laughs> I'll text her and let her know. Thanks for leaving me out. You were the only one who wasn't there. Mm. I the thought maybe only one. maybe you were sick, but I knew you weren't. <laughs> I thought maybe you had other plans, but I know you didn't. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a sweet TikTok video that is surfacing that tons of people are sharing right now. And the vision behind it is on Father's Day, they bring out the dad and he's blindfolded and there's four kids, I guess. So it's a, I guess he's um, the boyfriend or the stepdad or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So the woman walks him out. I guess this is the mother of the children. She walks the guy out. He's blindfolded. All of the little kids are standing there in different shirts, four kids. The shirts say, will you adopt us? It's Aww. really sweet. Yeah. And it's set to the LV Shane song, my boy. Hmm. It's a cute, cute thing on TikTok. If you want to go and check it out. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1983. 
And Alabama had the number one song in country music on this day. The closer you get, oh baby, the further I fall. I'll be over the edge now, in no time at all. Oh yeah, guess what? I'm falling faster and faster and faster, with no time to stall. Closer you get, mm-hmm. the further I fall. It's Alabama, 1983. Could I be dreaming? Is this really real? Was there something magic? In no time at all I'm falling faster and faster and faster With no time to stall The closer you get The further I fall Did you know I'm good friends with Randy Owen of Alabama? I did know you've had a picture with him I did not realize y'all were good friends We tired Yes, I'm falling. 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 Yes, I'm the further I fall, I'll be over the edge now in no time at all. I'm falling faster and faster and faster with no time to stall. Oh, yeah. The closer you get, the further I fall. It's Alabama. The closer you get, the closer you get, the further It was number one on this day in 1983. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're getting you ready for the weekend. Welcome to Friday morning, July the 16th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip on Chrissy Teigen where, man, 2021 will be a year she will wish she could forget. Mm-hmm. If you remember, like she she had this great run of success and people following her and loving her and engaging with her. And she was a Sports Illustrated model and the wife of John Legend and had these beautiful children and all this money. And uh, then some stuff started happening and some people came out and spoke against her and talked about cancel culture and and just yesterday, we told you that she had made this really emotional post about how um, you know she suffered depression and she's mm-hmm. sad that people think of her the way they think of her. And yes, she made mistakes in the past, but she's tried to be better and she learned through therapy and more therapy and more therapy. And she's kind of told us some stories. Now Chrissy Teigen has gone from bad to worse because she suffered all this stuff. She's already depressed and now her dog has died. Gosh. Her dog, Pippa, died in her arms. Her dog was 10. They remember going to pick up the dog in Gainesville, and they basically documented the whole trip home. And the dog was right there by her side through the good times and most recently through some of the the more struggle bus times, but she lost the dog. And if you want to go and check out uh, the post and her emotional tribute to her dog and the photo of she and and, uh, Pippa, you can do that when you follow Chrissy Teigen on social media. That's up there right now this morning. Gotcha Gossip on Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Me, 
So if you didn't believe the magnitude of this relationship, you can rest. Ben and Jen went house hunting in a neighborhood in L.A. yesterday. So apparently they checked out a few mansions with a realtor, uh, one being a 31,000 square foot place. That's going for $65 million. Man, that's little. <laughs> and has its own bowling alley. And there's pictures of that online. Yeah. Uh, in other J-Lo news, she was recently seen visiting schools in L.A. for the kids. So huh. it sounds like the families of J-Lo and Ben Affleck are getting ready to make the next big move. I'm assuming he's lived in L.A. for a while. I think so, yes. And she lived on the I East think she Coast. has houses everywhere, but yeah. Miami maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man, yeah. still, they're cute together, <laughs> they man. Are. It just kind of works for me. Hey, got your gossip today on Nick Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. So in a day and age where like the beard and scruff is all in, Nick Jonas went the opposite way on social media. and He said he hadn't shaved in a while, so we got this TikTok of him shaving his face. Hmm. He's all lathered up and he's not wearing a whole lot of stuff. And anyway, uh, his wife, Priyanka, seems to enjoy this. She responded to the social media post with all kinds of emojis and love emojis and all of that. But if you're a fan of Nick Jonas and the Jonas Brothers, you can check that out on Nick's social media. Gotcha gossip today on Machine Gun Kelly. Now we're in the backseat of the black car going home when she asks me, is it wrong if I come up with you and both drunk? So not many guys can say they're going out with their celebrity crush from their teenage years, but Machine Gun Kelly can. Boom. He used to have a GQ poster of Megan Fox hanging in his bedroom. He even has an arm tattoo of the Decepticons logo from Transformers, a movie Megan was in. So I guess you could say he's uh, the fanboy kind of living out his dream for his high school dream. Uh, So also a guy who went to high school with Machine Gun Kelly remembers him vowing that he'd marry Megan Fox one day. Wow. And look at him now. That's crazy. If I were to be in a relationship with uh-huh. one of the people I had a poster on my wall yeah. of, you uh-huh. know, like when I think about those years, I would be in a relationship with Jose Canseco. Well, that's really sweet. So. All right. Or Mark McGuire. Mine I, would be Alf. I had the, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very fitting, right? Yes. Basically. Anyway. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. <clears throat> so one of the things that people really uh, kind of gravitated toward this week on the show was we talked about Kraft and uh, they were doing this uh, this macaroni and cheese ice cream with Llewellyn, I guess, or Llewellyn or I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it's a flavor of Kraft macaroni and cheese. And we told you there were going to be like 2000 pints. They were $12 a pint. Mm-hmm. And we're going, who in the world would even do this, right? And like, if you go through the through the social media responses, people were like, "This is disgusting." Yeah, nope, never, not me. Mm-mm. Yeah, like tons of it. No thanks, all that stuff. Well, evidently there were enough people that this thing crashed a website and sold out within minutes. So two thousand pints of macaroni and cheese ice cream sold out within nine minutes. I can tell you what to do. Just get some vanilla ice cream and get some mac and cheese, um, oh. some craft powder, and just sprinkle oh. it on top. That's terrible. <laughs> so one of the people who has tried this says that it has the exact flavor of macaroni and cheese, which is something they weren't expecting. I can't do it. And I I love macaroni and cheese. I, I can't do it cold. You know what I love about macaroni and cheese? And this is a weird deal because I've, I've been to buffets where I don't know what the buffets do to their macaroni and cheese. If it's just like a ton of butter or mm-hmm. what. But buffet macaroni and cheese is just a different level of mac and cheese. They're fluffier. It's creamier. Yeah. I don't know what they do to mm-hmm. But like if I go to a buffet and there's mac and cheese, even if I'm on a diet, I'm eating the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, if you missed out and weren't one of the first 2,000 people to order and crash the, web, uh, crash the website and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be doing an online sweepstakes where you have the chance to win two free pints, $24 worth of macaroni and cheese ice cream. Just go to Kraft's website to find out more about that. Here I sit today, still looking at this, looking at pictures. I even There's a video of a dude eating Mm-mm. it. It even kind of makes me gag a little bit yeah. to watch somebody else eat the ice cream. I can't imagine Mm-mm. eating that myself. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you put me on the spot a few minutes ago and you said, hey, wait a minute. If you were able, like Machine Gun Kelly says, uh, he had the poster of Megan Fox on his wall. Yes. Uh, when he was younger and all of a sudden now he's dating her, right? Uh-huh. You put me on the spot and said, hey, who would you have? And I'd be like, oh man, if I were... To date somebody from, you know, my teenage years, 
Like if it was the crush of my teenage years, like Pam Anderson all the way. Mm-hmm. Like there's no doubt. Yeah. You put me on the spot. Let me put you on the spot. Who would it be? <laughs> Wait, which question are you asking? My crush or who I had on my wall? No, I want to know your crush. Like if you were, because um, Machine Gun Kelly is now dating the girl that he crushed on when he was in his teens. Gosh. The one I'm thinking of, I just don't know if we would have made it. Uh, Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Did you crush on him in your late teens or early teens, though? It was probably... Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Forget it. Scratch it. Because I figure that's probably an earlier teen. It's Uncle Jesse. It's John Stamos. Oh. It's John Stamos. 150%. But I can see that working out. I can see you and John Stamos. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't I? No, I'm serious. I'm not sure sure. me and Pam Anderson. Well, sure. I mean, y'all did have kind of the same hair at one point. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of built the same as well. At one point, Are I you? was very slender and yeah, all that tan. Okay, yeah. yeah. There are a couple so, things that didn't match up. but There are some celebrities that do end up marrying their crushes, though. I mean, so you think, okay, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox. Yeah. Who are some some of those couples that ended up like together and it was one of them had a crush on the other? Here's one. You know Aquaman, Jason Momoa? Yeah. He is now with Lisa Bonet. Mm-hmm. He was in love with her, crushed on her, had a poster on on his wall of her when she was on the Cosby show. Ooh, she was pretty there. He would tell people, I'm going to marry her one day. Are they still together? They are still together. Okay, that's a good one. Lisa Bonet. Uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. He had a huge crush on her. Yeah. And he ended up marrying her. I get that. She's pretty. Um, Kanye West had a huge crush on Kim Kardashian. Uh, Yeah. And basically, he made that public. Yes. He basically publicly Uh chased her in front of the world and ended up catching her. Mm -hmm. David Beckham had a huge crush on Posh Spice. Yeah, but see, here's the deal. When you're David Beckham, it's a lot easier to get your crush. Yeah, you are true. That is is true. Josh Dumel. Uh, had a huge crush on Fergie before he met Fergie. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Yes, now they're no, no longer together. Right. Ashton Kutcher had a mad crush on Mila Kunis, and they are together with children. Yeah. She's I love them too. together. No, I love them together, too. Yeah. And, like, I remember, because my wife has said forever, she's one of the prettiest people, blah, blah, blah. And I was always like, yeah, she's all right. But then, like, to me, as she's gotten older, she's even gotten prettier and more she exotic is. looking. Yes. So... It could happen. It could happen. So for those of you who are young enough that you still have a crush on somebody, it could happen. Yeah. Modern day crush. Never know. Now, modern day crush. Who oh, would it be? Uh, who would you marry down the road? Oh, it's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah. All right. There you go. What about you? Uh, Don't be leaving me hanging. No, like that. I, I got to do this. I this, uh-huh. this silly. See what he does, guys. Song's got to play here. Uh-huh. I was told Too I many. have to play this. Too many. What do you mean? <laughs> Paging Jana Kramer? <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's a movie called Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler, and there's this part in the movie where he fights an alligator. Well, this might be the closest thing you're going to see to it in real life. There's a mini golf course in Daytona Beach, Florida called Congo River that has alligators you can feed. And yesterday morning, some guy stole one. So just after 3 a.m., police spotted a man (laughs) fighting an alligator on the street, and it turned out he had stolen it from the course. Who does that? He's 32. His name is William, but he goes by Bubba. Police posted a photo of him being handcuffed, and the alligator looks fairly small, maybe four or five feet long. Well, according to the police report, police saw him swinging it around by his tail and trying to toss it onto the roof of a building. So they arrested him. And when they asked him why he was doing it, he said he was trying to teach the alligator a lesson. That poor alligator. Yeah, well, he also told them he jumped a fence into its enclosure and had to wrestle the gator for a while. But it sounds like the the gator is back home and okay. Mm. Bubba's facing charges for theft, burglary, criminal mischief, and animal cruelty. But speaking of wrestling an alligator, what's a chef's favorite wrestling move? Ooh, I have no idea. What is it? The artichoke. (laughs) (laughs) And there's even more proof. That people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we go, Friday morning. Thanks for having us on. Had this deal yesterday where um, we have a, I guess our most frequent argument in my family is the whole deal about what are we going to eat? And it becomes like an argument if we have food at home, we argue about what I'm going to make. 
And if we don't want to eat something at home and we're going to go somewhere to pick something up or, or go to a restaurant or whatever, it's the argument about where we're going to go. Yeah. And it's it's the constant. It's the one that happens. It's I don't know why it's like that. And I think it's like that for a lot of families. I'm going to tell you that it's like that in our family as well. If it's just you and your husband, mm-hmm. no kids involved, is it easy or is it still difficult? Still difficult. Because like we don't want to pick. But then we know what we don't want. Like we don't know what we do want, but we do know what we don't want. Or then you get accused of saying, every time I say something, you say that's not what you want. Right. So no one wants to say anything because they don't want to be rejected for what they want. Right. So how about you go get your own food? I'll cook my own food. (laughs) Why do we have to eat together? Right? Yeah, because you like each other. Wouldn't that be the simplest thing? I'll go get mine. She'll go get hers. And, well, Kyle just fend for himself. Yeah, but that's just not the point. You want everybody to kind of get, you know, get along. No, because we want to do the whole deal where the family comes together, like the Brady Bunch or Ozzy and Harriet or whatever. And everybody sits down and has dinner at the table and all that. It doesn't happen very often. So I was really surprised when it was lunch and I went to get my testosterone at Elite Men's Health. And I'm like, oh, I feel so good, right? And I'm like, I'm going to do something nice today because it was payday Aww. and I'm going to go get us something to eat for lunch. Yeah. Because, I mean, I could have gone and had prepared food and stuff like that. Um, and Leslie's like, I don't know what I want. Kai automatically comes back and says, hey, let's do the taco truck. He's, Y'all he's love 11. that. The taco truck is really good. And if he chose it, and I agree with it right off the bat, I'm like, this is the perfect day. So I get the order via text. Here's what Kai wants. Here's what you can get for me. So then I'm, I put my order into my phone because it's kind of complicated. No, you know? I do that too. And it's like, okay, I need this, this many of this and this many of this. And I'm like, this is going to be really obnoxious. Uh, and I'm like, I need three of the barbacoas. I need four of the pastor, two of the carnitas. I need two tamales. I need a drink. And I'm just going Did through. Did you practice before you went up to the front? Man. Pretty much. I have it in yeah. my head. Look how I'm going to do it. So I get up there and she rings up the whole thing and she's handwriting the order on the order pad and she's typing it all in yeah. to get the total and all that stuff. And then she says, oh, that's going to be whatever the amount was. And I reach back into my back pocket and I felt good because I had my wallet. Yeah. Sometimes I go places and I don't have my wallet. Yeah. And then you start patting yourself down everywhere thinking that maybe for some reason you didn't put it in that one back pocket. Yeah. Put yeah. it in a different pocket uh-huh. left it in the truck. Right. So I had it and I opened it up. And there's no feeling that feels quite as bad as oh, opening your no. wallet and realizing your card is not there. Oh, <laughs> no. Because immediately all these things go through your head like, oh, my gosh, where is it? Did I leave it somewhere? Did I drop it? Is it in a, is it in a different pair of pants? Is it in my wife's car? And then I'm having to process, how do I tell the poor girl who just hand wrote this ridiculous, stupid order who then gave me the price after she keyed it all in. Do these people probably know you by name because you're there like two or three times a week? I said, well, we get to that point. So then I'm like, okay, let me run to my truck and make sure it didn't fall out. But I think I knew it was in my jean shorts, my jorts. Your jorts, yeah. My black jorts. And I went to the truck, it's not there. I go back and I'm like, and I felt so bad because I felt like I was, I felt like I was doing something wrong because I said to the the girl, I said, may I write a check? Mm -mm. No. Why is that such a negative thing now? Why do people look at you like, are you stupid? (laughs) Because most people that say that, maybe it's not the best idea. Because what? There's no money there. That's what... But back when I was young, you just wrote checks. It didn't matter if you had money or not. You still still wrote checks. Mom, you have plenty of money. There's more checks. (laughs) Right? Isn't that what happened? Yes. So I'm there, and I look at the girl, and she she looks at me all confused because she's younger, and it's almost like she's never been asked this before. I don't even know if she knew what a check was. She may not have. So she looks over, and she's like, I'm sorry, we, we don't really take checks. And then the owner of said taco uh-uh. truck walks over, and he looks at me and says, for you, you're <gasps> a good customer. I'll take your check. Boom! Right wow. There. Uh, then I felt bad. I'm like, no, I can run home. Well, if y'all are listening... What? You made a mistake. No, that, don't tell him that. <laughs> no, I just got paid. I'm good for a couple that's of days. That's the worst feeling, though. That's, oh, that's, terrible. that's terrible. But then again, man, when you go to somebody who doesn't typically do it and they make the exception because they know, hey, this guy's going to come back. But I, then I felt bad. I'm like, do people not want checks for anything? Are they really of no value? Do they feel like that, that we don't have money? Because it's like... It's almost like they're like, you have no money. It, it kind of sometimes seems like that. Well, may I write a check? Like, I'm not trying to play this system. I literally left my it debit It does card. sound very old, though. It really does. And literally, the young lady who, who works in, in the truck 
probably she might not have ever been asked if anybody can write a, che- a check because nobody does that anymore. She went home heaven. and asked her parents, Mom, what is a check? What does that even mean? So this bald guy shows up and he had he wanted just to write down some words on a piece of paper and, and pay for something. Like an IOU. <laughs> Man, it was wild. But the taco truck, that's my jam. That doesn't make sense for food, does it? Hmm. That's my dog. Uh, Not that either? No. no. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It is Friday, July the 16th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Ethan McDonald of Jonesboro, turning 11 years old today. Elizabeth Gifford is celebrating. Patricia Kennedy is the big 5-0. Happy birthday and love from your family, Patricia. Stacey Orr of Jonesboro celebrates today. Brent Walker of Truman. Tina Bazard of Jonesboro. James Thompson from Diaz has a birthday. Love from Ann and Kara. Maddox Varner. Of Walnut Ridge, happy birthday from Haley, Whistle, and Heidi. Uh, let's see here. We have Brooke Northern of Stuttgart celebrating. Garrett Meyer of Stuttgart. And Jennifer Nethery Hall from Stuttgart celebrates today as well. All right. Tomorrow's birthday, Saturday birthdays, Pamela Barnes of Jonesboro. Corey Hawkins from Wynn. Randy Matchin of Little Rock celebrates. Ed Collier, Pamela Barnes of Jonesboro. No, she has two birthdays tomorrow. It's hard to keep track with all these. Uh, Angela Herringer of Jonesboro celebrates. We have Callie Jo Sorrells from Wynn, 26. Spencer Foley of Lake City. Angie Fowler Triplett of Marion. Misty Parker Lehman. What? What? What is she, a boo-boo chicken? A boo-boo chicken, yes. boo-boo chicken, Lehman. She has a birthday coming up. Happy birthday. Randy Weatherford from Scott. Allie Clark of Stuttgart. Jeremiah Moore of Clarendon celebrates. All right, Sunday birthdays. Lori Fitz of Jonesboro, Lee Roberts of Jonesboro, Caleb Brown from Painway, Dennis Dixon of Jonesboro has a birthday on Sunday, Lucian Wells from England, we have Bruce Davis of Almira, and Barry McEwen of DeWitt celebrating as well. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Luke Hemmings is 25 today from 5 Seconds of Summer. Forgot about that song. Now, 5 Seconds of Summer did this one, too. Luke Hemmings, 5 Seconds of Summer, 25. Anna Lynn McCord is 34. That was Naomi Clark on 90210, the new one. Yep. Chris Pontius is uh, 47. He was on Jackass and MTV's Wild Boys. Corey Feldman, wow, is 50. That was Mouth and the Goonies. Teddy and Stand By Me and Edgar and the Lost Boys. Wow, that's crazy. Ed, mm, help me. Kowalski is 50 so happy birthday to him yeah the lead singer of the band live and if you're like a kid of the 90s early 2000s oh my feeling coming back again let go do you remember this yes chasing the wind forces made everyone change their voice I can feel it. So that's lightning crashes. They did this one too. See if you know this one. Your bathing light reminds me of that night. God led me down into your room. This one's called Dolphins Cry. And I was swept away with nothing left to say. Some helpless. And then Live did this one too. So, anyway, 
For those of you who were kids of the 90s, 2000s, those are going to bring back some memories. Ed Kowalsik is 50. A big happy birthday today to one of my favorite people in the whole world. Will Farrell is 54 today. Phoebe Cates is 58. That's Linda in Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Kate in Gremlins. Yep. Jimmy Johnson is 78 today, former coach of the... The Dallas Cowboys. What did he say after the Super Bowl win? We've talked about this before. Let me see if you retained it. Um, How about them Cowboys? Boom. You got it. There you go. All right. And celebrating on Saturday, happy birthday to Luke Bryan, who will be 45. Kiss by kiss, one after another. Don't let go, baby. Let this summer just keep on coming in waves. Keep coming in waves. Luke Bryan's birthday's tomorrow. For the young bucks sitting in the honky tonks for the redneck. Come on, come on, come on. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about tomorrow. Leave all your sorrow out here on the floating dock. Luke Bryan, 45 tomorrow. Girl, you make my speakers go boom, boom. Dancing on the tailgate in the full. I mean, there's so many. Baby, it's someone else calling you, baby. One of my favorites. Luke Bryan's birthday is tomorrow. Brian, 45 tomorrow. Happy birthday to Craig Morgan, who is 57 tomorrow. I'm a God-fearing, hard-working combine driver. Hogging up the road with my flower. Chugging like a lug at five miles an hour. I'm an international harvester. That's good stuff, too. Fast tractors, bail liners, and a party barge. Stuck together like a floating trailer park. Anchored out and getting loud all summer long. Craig Morgan celebrates tomorrow, too. Sweet Miss Betty likes to sing off-key in the pew behind me. That's what I love about Sunday. Sing along as the choir sways. Every verse of amazing grace. And then we shake the preacher's hand. Go home into your blue jeans. Have some chicken and some baked beans. Take a Football team, not do much of anything. That's what I love about Sunday. Greg Morgan, 57 tomorrow. And happy birthday to someone that Brandon also had a crush on. You know, he had a crush on Pamela Anderson. He also had a crush on David Hasselhoff, who will be 69 on Saturday. Did you want to play the, the Baywatch theme song with us? No. Oh, I thought for some reason you really liked David Hasselhoff as well. I did get some Rogaine. The Hoff. For, the Hoff. Yeah, I got some Rogaine for my chest at one point to see if I could grow that type of chest oh, hair. Okay. He was also, if you think about, uh, he was Mitch Buchanan on, on Baywatch, but yep. he was also night rider night rider yes with so, kit with kit the car mm-hmm. yeah so and David celebrating on sunday <laughs> sorry, sorry, about sorry to bother you <laughs> celebrating on sunday happy birthday to chance crawford who'll be 36 that's nate on gossip girl yeah chase crawford has a birthday sunday as well <laughs> priyanka chopra will be 39 that is miss nick jonas Kristen bell will be 41 that's eleanor on the good place vin diesel will be 54 on Sunday. That's Groot in the MCU and Dominic in the Fast and Furious series. Yep. And happy birthday on Sunday to Ricky Skaggs, who will be 67. Show me where I start. Find a horse and cart. I'm just a country boy. Country boy at heart. Ricky Skaggs, man, the Hall of Fame of country music. What's he playing there? Is that a mandolin? Amanda Lynn. <laughs> I think she listens to us every morning, doesn't she? I may look like a bank teller.
flower. Pushing facts in a file. Mandolin. <laughs> but I'd rather be a Let's get somewhere to go. Let's have to go somewhere. Show me where I start. Oh, yeah. Find a horse and cart. I'm just a country boy. A country boy at heart. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Ricky Skaggs, who turns 67 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Friday morning is here. We're doing this with you. We appreciate you listening to us. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, Country Music News today on Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world And a million other places we could be But you're here Dan and Shay have revealed their next album, Good Things, comes out on August 13th. So it's going to feature the song that we just played, Glad You Exist. It's going to feature their song with Justin Bieber. I spent 10,000 hours remember i should probably go to bed i should probably go to bed so dan and shay both say this album is like a super proud thing for them they believe they've done the best work of their careers thus far as they head into this fourth album uh let me give you a sneak peek of the new song again this is called good things it's new stuff from dan and shay sneak peek preview right here on bbitm this is arkansas's morning show Said some things I ain't proud of I wish I could take back Never meant to make you hurt like that, no For a while it was perfect You made my world stand still Oh, and something about you always will So when it's late at night And you're still wide awake If you're with your friends Or you're lonely When you hear somebody start to say my name Or when you think of me I hope you think good things I I mean, I love those guys. I think they're fantastic. It's Good Things. That's the first single. And again, the album comes out on August the 13th. It's Dan and Shay. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. So Luke Combs has been putting out one massive hit after another since he started. In fact, he's just coming off a six-week run at number one with this song right here. They say nothing lasts forever, but they all of the success has been really good for Luke, but it's been really good for his parents, too. Luke's talked before about the close relationship that he has with his parents. So when the opportunity came to make things a little easier for him, he took it. Luke says, quote, I helped both of my parents retire, which has been a really amazing experience. And I have already made the decision to spend more time with my parents as they get older. And he says that watching this happen has not only been a joy for me, but it's been great to watch them have that financial financial freedom where they can come experience some of the things that he gets to do and how happy it makes them. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. So along with any country music awards he wins, it sounds to me like he's going to win Best Son in the World Award, sure. too. Uh, Luke's follow-up single to forever after all is called cold as you they got whiskey river on the jukebox a honky tonk saunders dance floor a neon five o'clock road clock and plenty damn many when you want more this broke heart fool on an old bar stool drinking beer almost as cold as you luke combs follow-up single cold as you and it's out now all right, we have country music news today on Carly Pierce. So Carly Pierce has been announced as the host of the 2021 ACM Honors event, which is going to recognize a bunch of different people, including Loretta Lynn. Yeah, I'm proud to be a daughter. Performers at ACM Honors include Ashley McBride. It's just a room key. You ain't got a lot to Leanne Womack is performing. And when you get the choice to sit it out or dance. Lauren Elena performs. If you trust your rebel heart, right in 
Sarah Evans is going to be at the ACM Honors. Chris Jansen's book. And Lady A is going to be there as well. So again, it's a big deal for Carly Pierce. She will be hosting the 2021 ACM Honors event. We have country music news today on Ashley Monroe from the Pistol Annies. And Ashley put out an emotional message to her fans. And it was sent just one day after she revealed to all of us that she's been diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. And Ashley writes about singing a song to her baby boy and how even through all of these recent events, this song hits even harder. So Ashley has shared uh, her own interpretation of the 1991 hit, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, which was sung by Brian Adams. Mm -hmm. And it's a song that clearly means a lot to her. Brittany Spencer joins Ashley for the song and this is what Ashley says I hope you all feel this one as much as I do I love all of you your overwhelming support love and prayers has gotten me through today here's Ashley Monroe I mean just think you've just been diagnosed with cancer and now you're singing this song look into my Performance. She has it on her Instagram. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is July the 16th, and today in pop culture, in 1969, the Beatles went into the recording studio and they recorded one of their biggest hits. Today in pop culture in 1983, the police were number one with this one. good one right yep. oddly enough kelly's wearing a shirt of the police today <laughs> i really am she has no idea who they are other than that I song that's too. what she's wearing uh today in pop culture in 1984 alabama released one yes. of their biggest hits if you're gonna play in texas you, you gotta, gotta have, have a fiddle in the band that lead guitar is hot but not for louisiana man so raw's enough that both are faded love and let's all dance if you're gonna play in texas Today in pop culture in 1986, Dolly Parton opened Dollywood. When you think of Dolly, you got to think about old Jolene. So Dollywood opens in Pigeon Forge in 86. Tender love is blind It requires a dedication Honest love we feel Needs no conversation We ride it together uh-huh. Making love with each other uh-huh. Islands in the stream That is what we are I've been to Dollywood. We'll have to do that soon.
Uh, today in pop culture in 2000, we're going to end on this one because I love this one too. This is a good day in pop culture. Uh, Matchbox 20 was number one on the U.S. singles chart with this one. Just hold me in there. Just hold me again. Can you help me? I'm I'm so scared that I'll never get put back together. Keep breaking me in. And this is how we That was in 2000. Today is July the 16th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. What is it? <laughs> Makes my heart my heart beat fast. So it's Shark Week. We've done like two weeks of Shark Week. There was like Shark Week, and last week um, was like Shark Fest or something. Yes. Like tons of shark shows all over television. I guess I'll continue this weekend as well. So because of this, and because Kai got really interested, I started a subscription to the Shark Times. The Shark Times. You are such an avid reader. You know, it's one of the things people don't know about me. I think when they see me, they don't think I'm well-read, but I'm very well-read. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I was reading this thing that was talking about how you can survive a shark attack. And I want to walk you through this because maybe you're like my wife and you still have a beach trip planned. and You're going to want to get in the water because that's what you go to the beach for. You want to get out there and walk in the sand, let the sand get between your toes. You want to get out there in the water and feel the rush of the ocean or the gulf, whatever the case may be, right? But if you get out there and all of a sudden a shark is there with you, that is not a good idea. That is not good. No. And, you know, most of the time that doesn't happen. But just the, just like two weeks ago, we had a story on an eight-year-old boy who was, where was he, in Florida? Yes. And he went out there and got bit by a, a little shark. And that wasn't a massive shark. It wasn't like a killer shark. Or what do they call him? Killer, killer shark? That's killer whale. A great white. Great. That's what it is. Is that it? Hammerhead. So anyway, it wasn't one of those, but, you know, he survived it, but had to have surgery and all that. So Kai is deathly afraid of getting into the water at the beach now because we've watched so much shark stuff. But if you're out there and you're in the water and all of a sudden a shark comes up on you and you don't know what to do, I have the advice because I'm helpful. And I know a lot of you probably, you know, might be in the situation where you have to do this. So let me give you, uh, here's the the heads up stuff you need to do. Hmm. You need to not panic if a shark attacks you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, what's this? It's just a shark biting my leg. Just play it off, Leslie. Play it off. (laughs) Where's your poker face? (laughs) They say that if you panic, it's going to put the shark straight into the predator, the predator, the predatory mode. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like they go for kill. It's not going to be like like a little nibble, I guess. (laughs) It's not going to feel like a bee sting. I mean, yeah. yeah. Don't panic if a shark attacks you. Okay. That's great. So anyway, that's one of the things they say. They also say if you're being attacked by a shark, it's best to make eye contact. And to also be very, be very assertive. Am I scary? Like looking at you? Oh, you would scare a shark. I'm telling you that. Uh, They say that according to shark experts, that sharks respect assertiveness. And that's why even like, I think it's the tigers and lions at the zoo. Like you have to show power to them Hmm. in the way you look at them. Okay. So I kind of give them my look. Like, yeah. But do the same thing if you get attacked by a shark. Okay. <laughs> they say if a shark attacks, here is more great advice. They okay. say fight back. And they say that what you need to start doing if you're being eaten by a shark is punching it and, and grabbing at it, its eyes, its nose, its gills, and all of that. They say if you play dead, they are going to think they killed you, and then they will eat you like a meal. Oh, They're not going to oh. try to continue to, to go after you. They're just going to eat you like a meal. So you have to fight back if a shark attacks you. Use your free limb and fight back. Yes. They also say you need to assess your injuries if you've been attacked by a shark. <laughs> what is this in the common sense <laughs> Who times? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> The common sense. In the bad advice times? I don't even get this. And then they say, after you've been attacked by a shark, if you're not dead, (laughs) to swim to the shore and get help. Uh, Thanks. You think? (laughs) Wow. They didn't do the one that I would have done. What would you do? I would have just talked to it. Oh my gosh! Then the shark would then the shark would leave instantly. Kill him here. We're just friends. Get a recording of Kelly and have that with you, just in case you're attacked by a shark. You play her shark voice. Oh, leave me alone. And it's gonna go away instantly. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I saw this deal from Vanilla Ice. And when I look for advice, I turn to ice. <laughs> no, but Vanilla Ice, obviously known for the song Ice Ice Baby in the night. Okay, so Vanilla Ice was talking about like things he would bring back from the 90s. And the number one thing he enjoyed about the 90s was blockbuster video. Aww. How does it, do you remember the jingle? Block. No, I, I no, go ahead. think I do. I want just do the best you can. I'll give you the I'll give you how it starts and you okay. see if you finish it. Blockbuster video. Oh, that's the only one up part I knew. How's the rest of it go? Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. Wasn't that how it went? Blockbuster video. Wow, what a difference. Blockbuster Buster, video. Oh, that is. Wow, is that what a difference. Blockbuster video. Good job. Boom. Yeah. So Vanilla Ice okay. says he would bring back Blockbuster Video. So I was sitting here going, okay, the best thing of the 90s was Blockbuster Video. The best thing about the 90s as we mm. look back on it. It was a good thing. Definitely. It is a very good thing. But like, you know, I had uh, like mullets were really big in the 90s and I had a mullet. Uh-huh. You like, did. Is that a good one? Uh, th- I've been seeing them lately. So they're coming back. Yes. I mean, Morgan Wallen has that. Yep. I've seen a bunch of people in Arkansas with mm-hmm. them. We had Billy Ray Cyrus. Don't tell my heart, my aching, breaking heart. I just don't think it understand. So I had that. I also had the ability in the 90s, and nobody thought anything of it. And if I wore it today, y'all would freak out. But I was wearing my fanny pack everywhere I went. <laughs> and those are kind of big right now. Yeah, and then for a while, they just became the thing you would wear if you were going on vacation to carry everything. And then like, okay, you're going to Disney. Well, we'll get one of those, then we'll throw it away when we get home. And now they're a little bit trendy, even though like I get like you'll see them online and stuff like that. I don't know yet that I've seen anybody in person wearing them. I've seen uh, teenagers and college kids wearing them. You have? Uh Uh-huh. So they're back. Uh Uh-huh. They're selling them at stores as well. Are they really? Uh-huh. I mean, I love that thing. Yeah. Because I only had so much pocket space. Do you still have it? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I probably have one or two like tucked away in my 90s tubs because I have my 90s wrestling stuff and my 90s action figures and stuff like that. So legitimately, I have like a 90s section in my attic. There is so much 90s stuff coming back right now, though. Like think about like the way girls are dressing right now Yeah. Um, with the high-waisted jeans and a lot. Of, that's a lot of the stuff that we wore. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I was talking to my buddy Paul Stallings the other day, and his daughter um, goes to Arkansas Piper, State. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about her, and he was like, he was in the car with her, and they were talking about different things and how '90s stuff was coming back. And he said that he looked over at his daughter, and she started singing along to uh, one of the '90s artists, and he didn't even realize that that young people knew Travis. Yes. yes. Go Piper. So he was telling me, he's like, man, the '90s legit is coming back. But I was going, okay, so if I were to reflect on my favorite thing of the 90s, right? Because I got to do a bunch of stuff and I had yeah. a great, like my wrestling stuff was awesome in mm-hmm. the 90s and I had great blonde hair in the 90s and I wore the fanny pack in the 90s, I had snakeskin boots in the 90s. But I think the one thing that will stick with me for the rest of my life about the 90s. Oh, the my gosh. You're obnoxious. Now, kids, if you don't know what this song is, it's a song about a bunch of lifeguards that would run in slow motion across the beach. No, it was really, it wasn't about the girls in bathing suits. It was really about life-saving techniques. Because I thought, much like the shark thing, if I were to go to the beach, I would want to know how to save people. And that's why I was watching it. It was very informative for me. Of course, yeah. Nothing to do with Pamela Anderson in a bathing suit. Right. Or Yasmin Bleeth. Nothing to do with Carmen Electra or Nicole right. Eggert or uh-huh. any of those girls who showed up on there. Or David Hasselhoff, for that matter. It really had nothing to do with David Hasselhoff, <laughs> but still. <clears throat> but that would be one of the things from the 90s that, that I think about. So what I'm going to do, we're going to post this on social media. And the post is going to basically say something like, when I think of the 90s, I think of, and it's wide open. It can be actors, actresses. It could be like a band or a song. Like I was thinking about, like when I think about the 90s, right? I think about mm-hmm. being in school. One of the bands I think about from being in school was the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't this is the 90s to me right here. Like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Take me home. 
So you guys can go there and you can either post like YouTube videos or memes of the things mm-hmm. that you remember about the 90s. When I think of the 90s, I think of blank and the rest of it's completely up to you. It's going to go up on uh, Facebook here in just a minute. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Give me a second. I'm going to watch some more of these life-saving techniques from Baywatch <laughs> that I found on YouTube. So dumb. <laughs> so uh, think about the 90s. What stands out? That's what we're asking on our social media. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Tell us in a meme. Tell us in a YouTube video. Whatever you want to do. Uh, that's going to be kind of fun up on Facebook. I'll put it on Twitter as well here in a second. Uh, I was asking Kelly, so I, and I put her to the test. When you think of the 90s, mm-hmm. what do you think of? Mine's similar to yours, as in I wasn't watching uh, Lifeguard Save Lives, but it had to do with TV. My family were big TV people. We love TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, remember when they had TGIF on Friday nights and they would have like this string of TV shows? That's what my brother and I would be yeah. so excited about because there'd be – Three certain shows we were really excited about. The first one was Family Matters. Yeah. All sitcoms back to back, right? Yeah. Steve Urkel. It's a rare this day and age reading a good news on the newspaper. Yeah, I remember watching that. So the whole Steve Urkel, we yeah. loved him. And then the other one was called Step by Step. Oh, is that the one that had Suzanne Summers? Uh, maybe. Because I think I watched that. Were they a blended family? Yes. Yeah, it was a dude from Dallas and Chrissy Snow. Yep. That's why I liked it so much because Dallas was a great TV show. Yeah. And it was uh, Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers. I think. So there was that one. And then my favorite, because I had a huge crush on John Stamos, oh, Uncle gosh, Jesse, yeah. who didn't wait to watch Full House. I forgot TGIF. That was a big deal, and I watched that, too. I had nowhere else to go on Friday night. And you know, there was no recording. There was no watching it the next week. When you heard this music, you were running to the living room to get here to watch. TJF, that was big. So that's one of the things. You can post any of those Mm -hmm. uh, intros or memes or anything in the post. Again, Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. The actual question is, when I think of the 90s, I think of blank. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know the same enzyme that makes apples and potatoes turn brown is also responsible for tanning in humans? Ooh, is it really? Yeah. Can we remove that enzyme from guacamole so my guacamole doesn't turn brown as soon as I, I open it? I know. That would be nice. Like you got to eat the whole tub at once. I know. Basically. Okay. Did you know Snoop Dogg and the late Nate Dogg are actually cousins? Really? And no, Dogg is not the family's last name is it not son of a gun i I thought it was i know and did you know long before craft macaroni and cheese ice cream there was cookie dough ice cream it was created by ben and jerry's in 1984 they originally sold it at a shop in vermont then started selling the pints in 1991 they were the inventors of cookie dough ice cream man and that's brilliant one of the best ice creams out there and if you didn't know now you know Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so here's your question, your mission today. When you think of the 90s, what do you think of? That's kind of what we're asking you. And I was going through some of the responses on Facebook, and Jennifer Nix has said that when she thinks of the 90s, she thinks of this. Not unusual <laughs> to be loved. Yes. Hang the on. Carlton. Can you do it? It's yeah. not unusual to have fun. Oh my gosh, you are doing so she's posted the, the gif, gif, whatever you call it. And it's Carlton doing the Carlton. So that's what she thinks of. That is a good one. Uh, let's see here. We have Caitlin Wiley who says that when she thinks of the 90s, she thinks of the nanny. Oh, yeah. Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. She had a really high voice, yeah. right? Uh, let's see here. Let's go through some more. We have, uh, how about Jennifer uh, Rushto, who says when she thinks of the 90s, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's this. Oh, yeah. 
Dan Morris says when he thinks of the 90s, it's this. <laughs> yeah. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Man, that's good, right? You want to go a little longer here? No. In yeah. West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. All right, Penny Wilson says it's the original 90210. Yeah. Uh, Missy Pratt says this. I mean. What was the 90s without friends? A hundred percent. No doubt. No one told you that was going to be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your life's All right, so I'm seeing one that has been repeated a lot. So Ashley Starnes, Carolyn Shepard, and Melinda Baldridge all put Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right, Jonathan Ray, and this is a good one too. Like, there's so many good ones already. Uh, Jonathan Ray has the meme of Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> yeah. If you were if you were a part of that era, you know how big that show was. Uh, let's see. We'll do a couple of more here. We have Sarah Victory who says tight rolled jeans. Yeah, dude. I, I'm gonna tight roll my jeans right now. And well, mine are already. Any, so Already, okay, a little tight there. Yeah. And then we have <laughs> Shelby Weathers who says, when she thinks of the 90s, it's this. Oh, yeah. The question again on social media is when I think of the 90s, I think of blank. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So our question today on social media is phrased like this. When I think of the 90s, I think of blank. And we're going through and telling you guys to let us know what you think of when you think of the 90s. We've heard a lot of great stuff Mm -hmm. so far. We've heard about Friends and Saved by the Bell and the Fresh Prince. And we've heard about Family Matters and... We've heard Britney, we've heard Arsenio uh-huh. Hall, all these different things. And I've seen a number of people who kind of agree with Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. They think of Blockbuster Video. Wow. Yes. What a difference. Melanie Ward was one of them. She said Blockbuster Video, just being able to go in that store mm-hmm. and pick out movies. I found an old commercial. This is from, I think it was in the, maybe the 80s, early 90s. Um, and obviously this stuff doesn't translate as well when it's on YouTube yeah. because it's so old and. The quality's not that great, but it's still, when you go back and you look at it, like you see the the awning yeah, with the graphic uh-huh. and the logo and all the stuff, and you see what the store looked like, and that was such an exciting place to go into when yep. you were younger. Uh, and now nobody, like kids don't even get it. I know. Like they don't even have a clue how much fun that used to be. I have no idea why that branding slogan stuck with me either, because I haven't heard it in years. Yeah, I know. The blockbuster mm-hmm. video. Wow. What a difference. <laughs> Another one we were seeing, too, is now I know this came out in the late 80s, but I think in the 90s, we all played the Nintendo. Oh, man. Nintendo was a big deal. Amanda Beth said that's what was her 90s thing is the Nintendo. The original or the Super, I wonder. Probably for her, I would say maybe the Super. The Super. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's go back and look at see Thomas Wilson says when he thinks of the 90s, he thinks Nirvana. Melinda says she thinks about this. Yes. So when you think of the 90s, what do you think of? It's up on Facebook this morning. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll realize that uh, we love the 90s and we love to reminisce about the 90s. And evidently, y'all love the 90s as well. It's a good one. 
So we go back and we think about uh, when we think of the 90s, what do we think of? We talk about that this morning. Uh, we also I had an incident where I went to a restaurant and was not able to um, pay for the meal. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Oh, it is embarrassing. We talk about that. I also give great advice on how to survive a shark attack. Mm -hmm. Because if anybody would be good at giving advice on shark attacks, it's me. (laughs) So all of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight on Hulu, the premiere of McCartney 321, six-episode limited series where Paul McCartney and producer Rick Rubin talk about Paul's career. Ooh, that's cool. On HBO Max, Space Jam, and this one, LeBron James and his son are trapped in a digital world ruled by Don Cheadle. So that should be good. So Kai had no idea this had been done before, and he really? was all excited that LeBron was going to be. Oh, no. Wasn't it Michael Jordan mm-hmm. who was in the first one? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Netflix on tonight, uh, Fear Street Part 3, 1666, the trilogy concludes. I've heard that that's a really good show, by the way. On Saturday, Game 5 of the NBA Finals, the Phoenix Suns host the Milwaukee Bucks. It's tied at two games apiece going into the weekend. And on Sunday, Celebrity Family Feud and To Tell the Truth. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.